SBS live streams and podcasts are supported by advertising. You're listening to SBS News. The Houthis have declared that US and uh, UK vessels are fair game now. And a US vessel was actually attacked, although no one on board was harmed. Um, it should be noted that, that there have been no civilian or uh, any kind of deaths that happened from the Houthi attacks at any point. Um, but the, car, the, the, the vessel was attacked um, and then it was able to uh, flee from the, from the borders. But there was a US vessel that was attacked on Monday. So I think if anything, this is indicative that things will escalate and the Houthis have an intention to escalate things if need be. After all, they are a war-tested group. So it's 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 not difficult um kind of a, it's not unfamiliar territory when you say they're a war tested group what is the end game of the houthis here the houthis have engaged in 8 years of war prior and that was a civil also some describe it as a proxy war because of the different foreign entities that were involved in, in backing different groups in the country so they're involved in a saudi uh, in the, again in the war against the saudi led coalition the saudi uae led coalition um for for a while now before the ceasefire and then before uh, the truce and, and then before the peace talks as well. Um, so they are war-tested and they have been successful in really maintaining control over the capital city since 2015 and uh, many of the northern highlands of, of the country. Um, and now we know uh, of the waters as well. So um, they, they definitely have that experience. But now with the uh, US-UK uh, targeting on Friday, They've become more emboldened, and I think this is an opportunity for them as well to make some political gain that they're face-to-face with a global power, which gives them attention on an international platform, um, but also an opportunity to appeal to uh, the masses on a humanitarian level and say, well, we're standing in solidarity with the Palestinians, and that appeals to domestic support as well, locally and regionally, but even internationally, that gives them a place um, and a platform. And disentangling all the kind of uh, relationships here, what about the Iran factor, you know, this axis of resistance that's always mentioned and and um, how the Houthis are backed by the Iranians? Uh, I'm also reading here now there are developments, Iran stri- uh, striking targets in northern Iraq and Syria. Uh, what are your thoughts there about, uh, we, we sp- spoke about Houthis got their own domestic agenda, but about this um, Iran factor here? So the Houthis uh, are associated with Iran. They are Iran-backed. They belong to the Axis of Resistance, which essentially is an axis that was created by Iran, a resistance axis, uh, which has groups in Lebanon, it has groups in Syria and Iraq, and uh, the Houthis, for example, in Yemen. Um, I do think that it's important to distinguish that the Houthis kind of operate with an interesting level of autonomy as well. And the proof of this is that they are kind of distinguished from the rest because the fronts in Lebanon, uh, including Hezbollah, in Syria and Iraq, were retaliated against quite quickly. The Houthis understand that they have a bit more leverage there with the kind of economic pressure that they're creating in the Red Sea. So um, that delayed uh, retaliation is proof of this kind of distinction as well. Where do you see the tipping points lie? Because we've also heard a lot from Iran talking about red lines and at what point they'll enter the conflict. Where do you see the kind of next major tipping point? Iran has denied its involvement, um, but we know that you know a lot of the proxies that have been engaging in these funds are backed by Iran. Now, the challenge here is there's no there's no really saying uh, what what the tipping point would be and how things will kind of continue. Um, the we, we we do know though 
that these fronts are engaged because of what's happening in Gaza. Um, and up until now, there's, you know, we've got over almost 25,000 deaths of civilians um, and over 60,000, you know, injured civilians and um, more than 70% displaced. So there's th- those, those kind of uh, realities are reflected in these fronts as well. So I do think that we, whatever happens and whatever Israel decides to do next, will have a lot to do what, with what will unfold elsewhere in the region. You said uh, the domestic factor is quite strong and uh, there is a sense of autonomy there. To what extent is there going to be coordination on this issue? There seems to be, we talk about the axis of resistance, a clear set of alliances that are emerging when we talk about uh, the, the Gaza conflict. For the Houthis, it's about really, you know, uh, cementing themselves as a power in Yemen. Um, they're obviously not recognised as a legitimate government. The internationally recognised government is in exile in Saudi Arabia um, and elsewhere as well. And so um, they, you know, they're, they're really pushing for that legitimacy um, and perhaps using this as an opportunity to create some pe- pressure points to really leverage their position in the future of peace talks and discussions and determining the future of, uh, of Yemen and who gets to lead the country. In some ways, maybe diffusing the situation in the Red Sea might require dealing with the the civil war situation in Yemen, the domestic issues in Yemen. To some extent, absolutely it would. And I think that's probably where we might start to see maybe some uh, sort of mediation happening from uh, regional actors as well who have no desire, no interest in this conflict sort of further expanding. So we know that the Saudis and the Emiratis would become uh, really it would be damaging for them if this if a war in Yemen were to were to begin um again or to be reignited especially if Yemen were to get bombed so they have their own interests that really require for there to be stability in the region and so for them there's no interest in this war expanding and in the conflict expanding um so that we will probably begin to see some mediation happening very soon um but i think this de-escalation is what uh U.S. would want is what, um, and its allies would want is what um, the regional uh, actors would also want, including the Saudis and the Emiratis. Um, for the Houthis, though, like I said, they're war tested, um, and to them, uh, they're they're really pu- winning the kind of publicity uh, war at the moment.